Hello guys, how you doing today? And um, I'm glad that you guys are listening to me uh, because today I have a very um, urgent message for you guys. Um, this is not to scare you and this is not to, um, to, to make you alarm, but you need to be aware that if you guys are believers, you know, the Bible talk about judgment. The Bible talk about judgment a lot. Uh, the Bible talks about what happened when a nation turned away from God. And any of you guys, you know, I mean, you guys know, you know, how this country has turned away from God. And just like the nation of Israel turned away from God. So what happened is when God blessed a country, when everything is going their way, they usually turn their back on God. Like if they have financial success, if they have, you know, everything's going well, everybody's healthy, so they don't need God. So that's that's what happens in, in, in the United States because the United States, things been going well for so long. So what happened is the people start turning away from God. So just like any Christian, right? I mean, just like, um, if the Christian is truly born again, if they are truly born again believer, whether things are going great, whether things are going bad, they still gonna have a um, fellowship with the Lord. They wanna, they're gonna read the Bible every day and they wanna be closer to the Lord. So a true born again believer, this does not apply to them. They always gonna seek the Lord regardless whether things are good, whether things are bad. Those are real soldiers in Christ. So, but, those lukewarm Christians and those Christians who who just use God, who see God God as a some kind of like sugar daddy or Santa Claus, that he's only here to give them stuff. And when things don't go their way, they curse God and they want nothing to do with God. But thing, when things are going their way, um no, so when things are not going their way, they want nothing to do with God. But when things are going their way, you know, they, they you know they talk about God blessing, like they only see God when God gives them stuff. So when God gives them stuff, then they're okay with God. So but they fail to um they do not understand that the biggest gift that God gave them was Jesus' death on the cross. That alone, God didn't didn't have to do anything else for us. Just Jesus dying on the cross, that was good enough, right? Because his death on the cross, I mean, it doesn't matter if he live in the slum, doesn't matter if he have the worst life going on right now. As long as you have a relationship with Christ, you die, you spend eternity with him. So your life doesn't have to be great now. Your, your life doesn't have to be, it doesn't matter how, how much adversity and, and, and pain and struggle that you go to, I mean, you go through, you still promise eternal life if you if you remain faithful, if you hold on to the Lord. So you must be strong in the Lord, regardless of what you go through. So it's kind of like if you are in a relationship, the only time that you, you know, when things are going great, then, you know, when the honeymoon stage, everybody loves each other, it's all kisses and hugs and stuff like that. But once, once, once a spouse loses their job, then all of a sudden there's arguments, there's fighting, and then that leads to divorce. That's not love, okay? That's not love. I just want you guys to know that. 
Real love is sacrificial. Okay? Real love is selfless. All right? Those kind of love are kind of rare to find. I mean, you could find it, you know, with your parents, you know, some parents, but not all parents. Okay? Some parents do have that self-love for um, selfless love for their children when they put their children first instead of themselves. And then when they have that sacrificial love, where they don't do anything for the child, and also um, unconditional love, okay? But most people don't have that, okay? So especially if you are in a relationship, you know, if you think you're going to find that from your spouse, and you can find it from your spouse, but that's not, you know, it, it's very hard nowadays, especially now, especially in the times that we're living in, it's very hard nowadays. People are just out for themselves. If a relationship's not working out, we break up. If I'm not happy, if you're not, uh, um, you know, making me happy, you're not fulfilling my desires, then we get divorced. Then I move on to somebody else that's gonna, you know, cause right now it's all about our flesh. It's all, it's all about satisfying us. You know, it's all about being selfish. It's all about me. If I don't get what I want, if you're not making me happy, then I'm going to leave you and go find somebody else. So that's that's the kind of uh, age. This is the age that we're living in nowadays. So we're living in an age where it's, un, you know, godless, you know. It's, it's all about me. It's all about, you know, taking a bunch of pictures, put, put it on Instagram, or this is what I ate today you know, selfies, and it's all about me. You know, the Bible says in the final days, men is not become lovers of themselves. So that's the age that we're living in, you know. So it's all about, you know, trying to make yourself to be something more special than you really are, you know. Because according to the Bible, if a man takes his something, when he's really nothing, he deceives himself. We need to stop placing too much you know, like stop exalting ourselves like we're something special when we are nothing but dirt. Okay? The only person that was special was our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who, who is Son, who is man and God, who deserve all worship and praise. Because there's not one person in this world, from the beginning of this world to the end of this world, that will that's willing to die voluntarily for anybody else. No one on this earth is willing to die and be crucified, uh, crucified voluntarily. You know, your your parents might die for you, but like in an accident, like if you're about to get hit by a truck, you jump in front of the truck. But willing to be sacrificed, crucified on the cross, no one's gonna do that. But but God Himself. So I just wanted to get that out there. Let's remember the age that we're living in. This this age, this time. It's not, you know, this this is we're living in a very um strange demonic time. Okay, so the devil is it's very it's taking over. I mean he's 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 running amok. He's destroying lives, he's getting people to worship themselves, he he he's de destroying marriages, destroying relationships, you know, he's doing he's he's doing a lot of work. So he's working overtime to take as many souls as he can down to the pit of fire, down to the hell of fire. And unfortunately, he's, he's, he's going to take a lot with him. He's going to take a lot of people with him. 
and those who are those who stand firm against the enemy, the Holy Spirit will be there with them. You know, they're not gonna waver. They do not compromise their values, their principles. They will remain committed to Christ. What's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. Okay, when it comes to God, there's no gray area. It's black or it's white. It's right or it's wrong. It's good or it's evil. Okay, there's no gray area with God. With men, there's always a gray area. There's always a loophole. You know, we always trying to justify sin. We always trying to make excuses for sin. You know, we always trying to find a way to spin sin. There is no when it comes to God is God is um offended. God is offended sometimes by us, by the things that we do, you know, by just trampling on the Son of God, you know, trampling on Jesus Christ. Like his death on the cross did not mean anything, you know. It just is it's I'm offended by the way I see people treat the Lord. Like, you know, he's just like is just something that you just use when you when you want something you reach out to him. like you know you call Jesus all the time but you know at the same lips that you saying Jesus Christ you cursing you know you you involved in all kind of sin you know but you saying Jesus God bless me I'm blessed how are you bless how are you bless oh yeah you bless okay this is this is how people define blessing today the way they define blessing is not the same way the Bible defines blessing. This is what most people define blessing as having, oh, I'm healthy, I have money, my kids are healthy, and we good, you know, everything's going great, my family, everybody's all right, so we bless. But the way by the Bible, um, the Bible's definition of blessing is holiness, Okay. You cannot be blessed if you're living in sin. You cannot be blessed if you are disobeying God. That's not blessing. That's a curse. That's a curse. Disobeying God, living in rebellion, living in sin is not a blessing. It's a curse. Doesn't matter how much money you have. Doesn't matter how if you if you have a good job, you have a good career, everything. Your kids are fine. You are cursed. You are cursed. You're not blessed. Okay, do not confuse them. Blessing is somebody who's practiced holiness. Blessing is somebody who's living, who's obeying God's commitment. Blessing is somebody who put God first before everything else. If you're living in sin, you're disobeying God, you are not blessed. You are not blessed. Okay, let's get that straight. Okay? Example of blessing. We'd be like the Apostle Paul, okay? So by today's definition of blessing, I guess the Apostle Paul would not be considered blessed because he was being persecuted. He was being imprisoned. He was in prison. He was beaten. And he was relying on people's donation for his ministry. So I guess by today's, uh, uh, you know, de today's definition of blessing, you know, he will not be considered blessed. And he wrote half of the new, almost over half of the New Testament. You know, so we got to stop taking words out of context. Okay. We have to stop, you know, 
when we say those things, we offend God. You know, once you become a born again Christian, like we said, like you read in the Bible, like David was after God's own heart, right? So what that means is that the things, once, once you become a born again Christian, the things that upset God upsets you. The things that make us um, angry, you know, that really gets him angry, gets you angry. The things that makes him happy gets you happy. When he gets the thing that gives him, that gives God's joy, gives you joy. So that's how it is. You are in touch. You are in sync with whatever, with God, with the Holy Spirit. You know, you are in sync with God. Okay? So what makes him happy makes you happy. What makes him mad makes you mad. Okay? What's offend God offend you. Okay? So let's get that straight. Let's stop. Sometimes there's, there's a lot of people that say, oh, I'm blessing, but they have no idea that what's coming to them, you know? They have no idea that, you know, death is coming to them, okay? So God God is a just God. He's a gracious God. He's a merciful God. He's, he's a very, you know, he's slow to anger. You know, he, he, he long-suffering, he just... Uh, you know, just amazing God, but at the same time, He's holy, He's righteous, and He's severe when it comes to dealing with evil and unrepentant sin. And He'll give you a lot of time to repent, He'll give you a lot of time to turn away from your sins. But after a while, He's going to give you over to your sins, okay. So I wanted to start this off because I had this on my chest. I wanted to say that. But I'm glad you guys are listening to me because I really, because um, I have something very important to say. So like I was talking about uh, America, um, America's judgment is here. Okay, God's judgment on America. I I could trace it back. I believe God's judgment on America started started in uh, 2015. I think one of the main reasons was the Supreme Court um, decision um, to allow same-sex marriages. I think that's one of the main reasons that the judgment, the judgment could have started earlier, but I'm thinking that's when it started. That's when I'm trying to use my head. I'm thinking that's when that judgment start. But it could have started earlier than that. But to me, that's the date that I could trace it back to. From that time, I was so angry about that that uh, decision by the Supreme Court because we are living in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, okay? Not only people are engaged in all kinds of sexual sin, we have trans transgenderism, we have these little young kids who are, you know, who have to uh, mutilate their, their, um, their body parts and all this transgender stuff that's going on, homosexuality, just a lot of evil that's going on, and then just um, divorce, oh my God, the divorce rate, abortion, kids went out of wedlock, uh, just prostitution, just this world is filthy, okay? And the United States is the, is the great Babylonian, and then just like, the 
you know, Babylon fall, that's the same way the United States is going to fall because the United States has done so many evil in the sights of the Lord. And the Lord cannot let those things go unpunished, you know. God is a holy God. He cannot let evil go unpunished, okay. So the Lord told me that, um, you know, I had a, I, I recorded a podcast on um, January about the, the pen, uh, about the Pentagon, that it was going to attack the Pentagon. No, I mean, when I recorded a podcast, I said that, um, I think I recorded after that, I said there's going to be a, a, a civil war in this country. That's because the Lord told me that. Uh, the Lord told me that before they attacked the, uh, the Pentagon. And then I recorded the message after they attacked the Pentagon, but he had told me that a week before that. Or I don't remember the date, but he told me before that. And then after that, they attacked the Pentagon. So, so with, with, with um, what happened with um, 2015, with the Supreme Court allowing same-sex marriages, and then with Donald Trump becoming president, you know, with all the chaos and the division in the country. So that's why that's all this just been judgment on on America. And then next time, then after that, you had the coronavirus. But it's only going to get worse from here because God's judgment on a country usually lasts a long time, unfortunately. And America, I think, is at the tip of the iceberg. You know, I think America is just beginning to realize that the America that they know is not. It's not going to be the same country. So the Lord wanted me to read um, Ezekiel 33 for you guys. It says, the watchman in his message. Again, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, speak to the children of your people and say to them, When I bring the sword upon the land and the people of the land take a man from their territory and make him their watchman, that would be me. When he sees the sword coming upon the land, if he blows the trumpet and warns the people, then whoever hears the sound of the trumpet and does not take warning, if the sword comes and takes him away, his blood should be on his own head. If he heard the sound of the trumpet but did not take warning, his blood should be upon himself. But if he who takes warning will save his life, but if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet and the people are not warned and the sword comes and takes any person from among them, he's taking away his iniquity, but his blood I will require the watchman's hand. So my job is to warn you guys about the judgment that God is bringing to America. So as a watchman, if I don't do that, the Lord told me that he's going to take the blood of the people on, on my hand. Or, you know, so I'll be responsible for that. I have blood on my hand. And so that's the reason why I have to come and warn you guys that the United States is going to be in a civil war. Um, the Lord didn't tell me when, but I know he said there's going to be a civil war. He told me that in January. Okay. And then, you know, and then he told me that in January, and not only that too, I think, um, I think maybe like a few weeks ago, or uh, I think the end of April, yeah, about a few weeks ago, um, I had a dream 
where I was fighting this angel, the, the angel was trying to tell me to leave. The angel was just fighting with me, trying to pull me away, trying to get me to leave. But I was like, I'm so comfortable in here. I just, but, you know, I just, but, um, I just moved into this condo. I'm so comfortable. And then the angel just kept fighting, just pulling me away, trying to get me to leave. And then I woke up saying, I'm comfortable here. I just moved in here. So because I just moved into this uh, two-bedroom uh, condo, I've been here for like a year now. I'm so comfortable. You know, I didn't want to leave. But the Lord warned me and told me that I got to leave this country. So <clears throat> this is going to be my last message. This is going to be my last uh, podcast, my last episode before I leave. So I'll be leaving um, first week in June. So I'm hoping that, you know, please guys pray for me. Keep me in your prayer. I have to start my ministry. My ministry was to minister the gospel, to help women that's in prostitution, to help them out, to start a ministry for them, to help these women for that purposes, out of the lifestyle, provide job training, provide counseling, provide uh, help, you know, help them get some kind of, uh, you know, education, training, you know, stuff like that, and minister the gospel to them. So that's what the Lord called upon me to do. This will be my last message um, before I leave um, next month, first week in June. So before I leave the United States. And I'll probably be recording when I'm overseas, but I will not be in the United States until um, the Lord tell me to come back. Because like I said, the United States is under judgment. God is about to unleash judgment on the country. Uh, in this country, the Lord is about to unleash his judgment, so he's telling me to leave. And I was going to record, um, I'm going to record a YouTube video and put that out because the judgment is here already and it's going to start. The Lord didn't tell me when the civil war is going to start, but there will be a civil war. And every time the Lord tells me something's going to happen, it always happened, always happened. 2015, he told me Rush Limbaugh, the um, radio talk show host, was going to die. He didn't tell me when. Rush Limbaugh died this year. So, you know, he told me that the Holy Spirit revealed that to me, and I just obeyed the Lord as his humble servant. So, all, all of you guys who's living one foot in the world and one foot in, in, you know, in the church, you know, it's time to tie up. You know, it's time to um, turn away from your sins. You know, get down on your knees, start seeking the Lord, you know, because a lot of people is going to perish. A lot of people is going to perish. Like I said, the Lord didn't tell me when the civil war is going to start because I'll be, you know, I'll be lying. You know, I will never lie when it comes to the gospel. I'm always going to tell the truth, always going to obey the Lord. You know, I don't have a date, but there will be a civil war. That's guaranteed. Okay? So take heed to my warning. Start reading your Bible. Start asking the Lord for forgiveness of your sins because you want to make sure whatever's going to happen that you are right with the Lord, guys. The Lord does not let sin and evil go unpunished for long. I mean, common sense will tell you that. I mean, it's like it's like having a holy God. It's like having a judge, okay? You go on, you're taking, you driving drunk, you're hitting people, uh, you, you know, you kill somebody, you kill like five people, and you're driving drunk and you're getting high and you're doing, and you go on killing people and then you go before a judge. The judge says, you know what? Not guilty. Forget about it. Move on. 
You know, that, that, that's insane. So that's the same thing. A country, God, when God unleashes judgment on a country, some righteous people will die too. So they will die. Okay, just like if an earthquake or tsunami happened, right? Let's say 200,000 people die, right? Those that belong to Jesus will be saved, and those that don't belong to the Lord will be, will be perished. That's how it works. So do not care about living a long life. Do not care about, you know, if you are a true born-again believer anyway, you should not care about dying anyway, okay? You should be ready to die for the Lord anyway if you are a true born-again. But if you are a lukewarm Christian, you try to hold on to this, <clears throat> you try to hold on to this dying world, yeah, you're gonna be afraid to die because you're a lukewarm Christian. You know you're not right with God. But this is the warning I'm I'm sending out to you guys. You need to get right with God ASAP. Okay? You need to get right with God right now. <clears throat> okay. So, and um I want to read this to you. In 2 Corinthians, verses 16, the Apostle Paul, right? To those who are perishing, we are a dreadful smell of death and doom. But to those who are being saved, we are a life-saving person and who is adequate for such a, a task as this. So if you are perishing, when you see believers, true born-again believers, you smell death. You smell judgment because that's what that's what's gonna wait. That's that's what's awaiting you. Okay, but if you're a true born again believer, you see another believer, regardless whether he's black or regardless of his skin color or or his economic status, you see one of your brothers and sisters in Christ. So all that division, racial class division, that's not of Christ. That's of the devil. Okay, we all are one in Christ, male, female, black, white, Asian. Does not matter what skin color you are. Doesn't matter what your nationality. We all are one in Christ. Okay, if you do not have love in your heart for your fellow brothers and sisters, regardless of how they look <clears throat> or their economic condition or economic status, you will not be with Christ. He's offended by that, as a matter of fact. You know, a lot of us say we love Jesus, but we really don't. You know, you cannot just say, Jesus, I, I love you. I mean, he knows, you know, like me, I know somebody really loves him in that. So you don't tell me the creator doesn't know if you really love him by just saying, I love you, Jesus. He knows He knows your heart. Okay? You could lie to me and tell me you love me, trying to exploit me, trying to get something out of me. But the creator knows everything about you inside and out. Okay? So we have to stop deceiving ourselves. You know, we have to stop suppressing the truth and unrighteousness. Okay? This is the final warning, guys. The, the end is near. Judgment is here. Okay? God is going to unleash his judgment on this country very soon. Okay? So if you do not know Christ... It's time to get right with the Lord. Okay, stop holding on to this dying world. Stop trying to please people. Stop trying to make people, uh, trying to take selfies, putting pictures of yourself, worshiping yourself, loving yourself too much. Okay, 
true born again Christians do not do that. They do not take pictures of themselves all the time. Oh, this is what I'm reading. This is what I'm doing. We don't do that. You know, we put we put Bible verses up on Instagram. Okay, we talk about our Creator. We we talk about our Lord. Okay, we do not waste our time on things that does not have uh, eternal value. Okay, we are on our only agenda is the kingdom agenda. You know, is is it? We have the agenda of the Father of the King to advance to advance his kingdom, to propagate the, the, the gospel. That's our only purpose, because we know this dying world is not gonna last. We want what's eternal. We're not trying to, you know, we just a visitor in this world. That's not our home. You know, it's kind of like we taking a, a vacation. We're just on a vacation. We're just on a vacation, that's all we are. We're gonna go to our home, our permanent home, which is in heaven for our heavenly father. Okay, we have to stop holding on to this dying world. Okay, this is your final warning. God's judgment is here. There's going to be a civil war. People are going to die. Okay, you might die. Okay, but if you believe, if you belong to the Lord, you'll be fine. If you don't belong to the Lord, then you're in a lot of trouble. It's time to get right, turn away from your sins. This is your final call. This is the final call. The trumpet has already sounded already. This is the time to come home and ask your Father in heaven for forgiveness. Okay? Final time, guys. Repent, repent, and repent. I'll talk to you guys um, on my next um, episode in another country.